0: Welcome to Old Town, New World. We're here at Millstone Pizza. I'm Jason Broadwater. I'm Chris Gervais. And we're here to talk about the ever-changing world of small town USA. Gervais. Uh, okay. All right, so today uh, we're outside. It's beautiful. We're at Actually, Millstone. I'm,
1: I'm Actually, it's not. You're
0: I was fine. a little bit too hot. <laughs> Mike is so like, actually, sorry, it's not beautiful. I think it's okay. We need to start over. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, <too loud. laughs> it's Pouring <down>. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. So here we are at Millstone Pizza. Like I said, we are uh, outside. It's beautiful out here. Uh, the wind's blowing. The sun's out. The sky's blue. Sun's out. Guns are flaring. No, actually, that's not true. <laughs> um, Chris. So, <laughs> Yeah, blazing, yeah. not flaring. Yeah, yet. do that. <laughs> <laughs> not <laughs> guns. <laughs> well, you know, whatever. Uh, Chris, it's something's, something's flaring. It's your, it's flaring up. It's your shirt, dude. My nice shirt. Up. Yeah, it looks great. Yeah. Uh, we got Silent Micah here. Silent Micah, you want to uh, say something, Golden? Wow, Pony Boy, that was beautiful. All right, so our actual <laughs> guest today is uh, goes by the name Jay Leek. We don't know his real name but it goes by the name Jay Leek. Welcome Jay. Hey good to, good to be here. Yeah man well, we're glad that you're here. Um, Jay is uh, we're going to tell you all about he's going to tell us all about what he's got going on but Jay makes beautiful furniture um, several generations um, and we're going to learn more about it. So let's jump right in Jay and talk about uh, uh, Leek's Antiques. Why don't you give us just kind of the what is Leek's Antiques. What do y'all do? <clears throat> well my great-grandfather
2: started the business leaks antiques back in 1956 uh, he in in the 50s my great-grandfather sort of bought and sold antiques out of his house out in the country and in 1956 he he bought some property and the um, Greater Filbert Metropolis out there <laughs> um, bought some property and they built a building and to house his antiques and thus started Leaks Antiques um, back in 1956 <clears throat> and he he scoured the South for for furniture antique pieces to 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 buy and then resell and. His, his son, my grandfather, joined him in the business in the 60s. And so they uh, built another building on the, on the property and housed even more antiques. They kind of had two ideas as to what they liked. One, liked, my grandfather liked nice, clean, neat uh, Victorian and Empire furniture. But it needed to be clean and, and just really nice. My great-grandfather, on the other hand, he he just liked old stuff. Right. <laughs> I mean, it could be a damn pair of rusty skates, you know, yeah, yeah. and if it was old, he liked it. <clears throat> so anyway, they had two different buildings full of, of, of old stuff, old furniture and stuff, but operated under one business. And, um, and in the early 80s... Uh, my dad came into the family business after his dad my grandfather passed away unexpectedly Um, my dad was was teaching shop in gaston county in the the gaston county school systems and um, so he had the summers and weekends off so during that time he was making lots of furniture furniture making was sort of his he grew up around the antiques and to understand furniture, you have to kind of grow up around the old furniture to learn, how to see how it's made, know how it's
1: made.
0: So your dad was the one that started making furniture. Yep.
1: Okay. Yep. So. But we're in the '80s right now in the story, which the song is perfect.
0: Oh right, yeah. A little journey. We love the '80s. On a journey
1: through yeah, this, guys. Hey. Hey. Right. I, mean,
2: I told him to play this at this time. Yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> I can't wait to see what's queued up next. Yeah. Right.
2: Even through <laughs> <We knew, laughs> <we knew, laughs> the '90s, yeah, there. A little grunge.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Things got grungy, and the yeah. And I, sorry if you said this is in Gastonia. No,
2: we're we're oh, yeah. we're, in, we're in our our business is located just three miles north of York. Okay. It's, it's technically in York. It's not Clover. It's York, but it's it's the little community
0: out there is called Filbert. So I got to say something about mm.
1: Filbert. So I've I've been here my entire life. My mom saw the families from Western York County and I've never actually heard of
0: so if you Fil- drive Filbert. through York heading towards mm-hmm. uh, Clover essentially you come to a Y and that's Filbert <laughs> right right if you yeah. go right in the Y you're
2: in Filbert yeah I don't know how you got- hit it from me but you hit it from <laughs> me somehow the peach tree
1: yeah
2: is in downtown oh, well okay is in Filbert. Okay. There, there's yeah. a sign, there's a li-
0: literally a sign that says Filbert. Yeah, okay. and it's got a population of what, like a hundred? Yeah, but maybe hundred and five. hundred and five, <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's gone up five percent, really, recently. Um, Back in its day, Filbert had a post office. Yeah, which made it actually a hubbub and a hotspot. So, um, my wife's grandfather, who's 92, um, 93 even maybe, four, I don't know, whatever he is, um, he used to go, they used to like, kind of saddle up and go to Filbert Whoa. for some action, something to do out of York, yeah. Wow. And, and it's just one little sign, that's all it is right now. It was a peach,
2: it was a peach packing, and there's a lot of peaches around that yeah. area.
0: It's the peach belt. And, um, yeah, Black's Peaches Black is out there. Peaches, and
2: the bush and vine, the peach yeah. tree, you know, it's all full of peaches.
0: Peaches and cream around <laughs> Yeah, right, way, Exactly, you know. and actually, you know, South Carolina makes way more peaches, grows way more peaches than Georgia. But George has kind of usurped that calling themselves the Peach Thing, yeah. right? So I don't know what they're talking about. And we have that giant peach water thing that is really offensive. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. The one that flares up when you drive by it.
1: <laughs> oh man, coming back around. Yeah, right. So you're so I didn't know that it was your whole episode, and we just having on the peach. Yeah, on the well. Or oh, the, the flaring? The up. thing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. so your dad starts making furniture,
2: and he's teaching that. So you yeah, my, so my dad came in in the early 80s after his grand after his father passed away, and like I said, it was it was a natural transition into the business because he was making lots of furniture at nights, weekends. His summers off from from teaching shop and in, in, in uh, middle school, um, so he he transitioned into the business full time, and over the course of 10 or 12 years, eventually kind of phased out the antiques for just making furniture and you know i'd say in, in the early to mid 90s he was pretty much phased out of, of having any old pieces and just having the pieces that he's made and, and, and that's all
0: he, he would do and, so like well, so another thing about y'all being located on filbert so before we get into furniture making when you're still antique um that's 321 before the interstate existed that's the way you went. That was a major hub. I mean, and so people were all kinds of traffic yeah. was going down that road.
2: You know, back in the fifties, sixties and seventies and, and, and maybe even early eighties, antiques were a big deal. Yeah. You know, and that's I've had heard so many stories about, you know, my 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 father, my mother used to pass by here and they'd always pulled in leaks antiques and sit yeah, right. on the porch with your well, would be my great-grandmother, great-grandfather, and, you know, would, would have lunch and talk, and they may or may not leave out of there with something, or they would come up there and make payments
0: every week, give them right. $2 a week till they got this piece paid off. You now know? see, now I want to point out, and I, I know I'm starting to get older, so I'm saying <laughs> things that old people say, but notice that they, They paid a little bit at a time, and they didn't actually get the item until they were done paying, (laughs) versus in the 80s, we flipped that in our economy, where you get the item immediately and then you pay it off for the next two years. I want my
1: Camaro. I don't want to wait.
0: Yeah, right. I want my Z28 right now. Right now. There's no telling. My, you know... (laughs) Layaway. uh, Yeah,
2: it could have been the layaway. Knowing my uh, family, uh, they probably just handshake and said take it on home you know they're good for it so
0: So then you're you're we're back to your dad now making furniture and then he's out there doing it in the summers did he retire from teaching and start doing that yeah he 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 didn't retire because he was only doing it eight years this was out of when he
2: got out of college he went straight into teaching and uh taught for eight years and you know he liked to teach him Aspect of it. He, he's a great teacher. He, he's a natural teacher You know, some people just have that knack no. for teaching and, and explaining things Where everybody can can get it on all levels and um, so he loved the teaching part, but the kids Didn't love it as much as he did. Right. So it kind of got a little frustrating for him and then after his dad passed you know, uh, kind of left a void there in the business. So he just decided it was it was time to go out on his own and, and um, try to make a go at this furniture making thing.
1: Furniture. Yeah. So was it always part of the family that furniture was being made or it was just nope. collecting antiques and then that just yeah. kind of fell in the place? The
2: first two generations were just antique dealers. My great grandfather who started the business in 56, my grandfather joined him in the 60s, still had the antiques. And they had antiques through the 70s until my dad came in in the early 80s, I don't know, 83, 84, somewhere in there, and started making furniture. And then phased out the antiques for just making furniture reproductions.
0: Well, um, to give a glimpse to uh, both of our listeners here about to jump ahead about where we're gonna get, um, you guys make, I mean, amazing furniture that's pretty darn expensive that you gotta wait over a year to get. I mean y'all work on one thing for one client at a time and this super high-end stuff. I mean y'all being approached by magazines and we're gonna get to all this but you know this didn't just turn into I'll have Jay repair the leg on my couch. I mean you guys are making world-class furniture in Filbert, South Carolina. Right. I said, was was your dad at the skill level then, or did he continue to grow, or how does that work? Well, my, I think my dad would
2: consider himself self-taught. You know, um, he went to Appalachian State, as did I, um, and he was in the industrial arts program up there, and uh, with the minor in teaching, that's just how he got into the teaching thing in Gaston County. And but he, you know, growing up, refinishing, repairing old furniture for his dad and grandfather gave him the knowledge of how furniture was built and so put they were together. So
0: antiques, he was kind of almost reverse engineering that yeah, furniture by repairing it. Sure, and stuff. refinishing mostly. My grandfather, especially, he didn't want
2: anything out on the showroom floor that wasn't just nice and clean and cleaned up and ready to be looked at so my dad spent you know lots of time refinishing uh minor repair but mostly just refinishing but you know in the process of, of getting these pieces ready you you realize how a piece of furniture is put together how a chest is put together or how a table is put together um so Uh, He had a good idea of how furniture was made, but he, he, he read lots of books, fine woodworking, which used back in its heyday was a and it still is the premier woodworking magazine um it was very good articles he would he has the whole set from from the beginning read those he just studied up on books you know, and made
0: a lot of stuff and made you know <laughs> <laughs> trial and error baby yeah, right. trial and <laughs> yeah, error wow um, and so y'all make was it like english furniture
2: what, what do y'all make well we make 18th century reproductions reproduction reproductive furniture um you know uh, uh, we don't make it look like it's that old. It, we just make reproductions of this
0: style of furniture. I feel like this. The way they made it then is the way y'all make it now. It,
2: it is. I mean, it's 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 handmade. It's solid wood. There's no plywood. There's no particle board. There's no veneer. Um, it, it is solid wood, and uh, you know, that would be in the in the styles of the William and Mary. Uh, Chippendale, mahog- uh, Chipp- mahogany, Chippendale, uh, Queen Anne, Hepplewhite. There's, there's certain time periods, uh, styles within this 18th century reproduction furniture.
0: Century. And, that's and the 1700s. F- that's right.
2: And depending on the, s- the style that you have, uh, depends, you know, varies. Some pieces have inlay. Yeah. Some pieces don't. Some pieces have lots of carving some piece you know some don't uh, some have lots of turnings um, you know different uh, periods or uh, have different styles yeah. so um, you know the hepple white and typically had lots of inlay yeah. um, the Queen Anne style when you think of Queen Anne you think of that big curved leg that goes out, you know, it's Queen Anne she style that. leg. She yeah, she yeah. totally yeah. had that. Yeah. She <laughs> didn't like you
1: to talk about Yeah, yeah. yeah. no,
2: she really
0: didn't, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: the,
2: and the ball and claw,
0: you know. Oh, she totally had that, yeah, I, yeah. the ball and claw, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <old> Queen Anne. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Whew, she she was good. wild, yeah. She was <laughs> she a lot of fun though, in her day, I'll tell yeah. you. I'll give her that. I'll my day off six foot <laughs> Big old Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> you didn't want to walk up behind her without her knowing you were there. Yeah. You could get kicked. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> so,
2: so that's what we do, we we make new furniture. Reproductions that that look like 18th century style pieces.
1: I, I, I would say that that's more authentic. That it isn't like aged or whatever. You know, if you go to right, like relict, relict. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was looking for. Yeah, I think it's more authentic if you make it the way someone would have made it then. You're just making it's kind it. Kind of like
0: man, I want th- to earn the holes in my jeans, man. I don't want right. this. I don't want the factory to rip the yeah. holes in my jeans. Man taking away my opportunity to be authentic.
1: I want to specifically wear my guitar down so it looks like Stevie Ray Vaughan's guitar. I don't want the factory to do that. I exactly.
2: <laughs> we always tell folks that the, the, when we deliver a piece, you know, the worst it'll ever look is today. Because it just gets better and better and better with, with, with age. Yeah.
0: So, That's awesome. Um, is that a, a product of it being made out of wood?
2: It, it is. Real wood. Yeah, really, really, yeah. <laughs> Not this uh, faux wood. But no, it's, it's, you know... Uh, Wood ages and turns different color as it ages, and um, uh, so you know. And we, I think it's true. The worst it looks is the day we deliver it and set it in your house. From that day forward, it just gets better and better and better and
1: better. The, this, uh, the stuff from Walmart, the best it looks is the day you put it in your house, and then two weeks yeah, later, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just it in the trash can. Yeah, yeah right. Exactly. <laughs> um, so. You, you
0: I want to get more into the process of making this furniture but I want to, I want to go ahead and get it out there about some of the success that you guys have had recently um, I, I've heard you say I believe um, that you guys make make one thing for one client at a time which uh, appeals to that kind of authentic quality of of making it and you're not um, mass producing components you're not making a si- 12 sides of a drawer and then fitting them all together because I guess that you um, that they wouldn't fit together as naturally and well. So can you speak, before I get to the success yeah. piece, speak just a little bit about how you sure. make one piece at a time.
2: We make one piece at a time for one customer at a time. Um, you know, in the in the in my dad's 30 plus years of, of being in business there, he he worked with exception to me and a couple other people through the years that may have helped him for a little while. Um, he, he was making one piece here in the last few years we've you know because we've gotten so busy making uh, a certain piece we're making several of these at a time for individual clients at a time uh so we'd be like like today we started on three cellarettes um, for three different customers Uh, but each each piece gets individual attention. We may be cutting out, you know, 12 legs or, or uh, 12 parts for the case, but each corner is joined together individually, each leg by hand. I mean, we, I was cutting dovetails this morning and, and this afternoon. That you know what that is. A, well, <laughs> a, a dove. Poor <laughs> <Is it strange laughs> doves.
0: Poor doves. Why aren't you at work? <laughs>
2: Those doves, I declare. <laughs> no, uh, well, when it comes to furniture, you know, there, there's two main um, construction methods there's leg and rail, where you have a leg and a rail that comes in, and we use mortise and tenon construction there, or when joining a box to make a square, a box, we use dovetails. Okay. And dovetails are. are um, the the ultimate of of putting a uh, a case together a without box. nails without or, nails, no no nails no screws it's all it's wood on wood with glue the whole piece is no nails Hell no, yeah no nails no screws oh, really? uh, yeah um, it, i mean there are some screws to help hold the molding until the glue dries right. and stuff like that we 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 take the steel screw out and put a brass screw oh, wow. a slotted brass screw back in just so when you're looking at it, not that you see these because they're covered up, but if you take take it apart and somebody's dissecting this piece a hundred years from now, they said, look at there, those guys went all the way as far as putting brass, solid brass slotted screws in there, wow. you know. Um, but um, but yeah, it's so
1: it's... And then they fly off on their jetpacks. Yeah. Right, right, exactly. You <laughs> <laughs> it gets all burnt up. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
2: So, so we yeah, but to to answer your question, we do we make one piece at a time, more or less for one customer at a time.
0: Right. I mean, because if you had um, a thousand legs and and a thousand posts, and you go grab one and the other and you try to fit them together, that's not the way it works. You gotta you gotta hand put it together. Right. If you had, say, you had 50 legs, and
2: you already cut the, the 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 mortises in the legs uh and, and and this is what the factory did they would make stuff oversized so that everything would fit together right. but it fit together so sloppy that it wouldn't last right, yeah. uh so each each joint is is fit you yeah. know like it should be yeah yeah, yeah. And so it so it, it's it's a nice we call it a nice tight press fit nice. you don't want to have to take a hammer and beat the hell out yeah, of it right. to get it to go together <laughs> But you don't, don't want it to, 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 to it. let go, and it just falls
0: out. Right. You know? that so, was dad. Yeah. So my death. Yeah. right. You, if you scream Get at it. Head yeah. Head. yeah. If you scream at it, it fits in there nicely. <laughs> right.
1: right. Why won't you fit? <laughs> well, we should say, Jason, you don't have a thousand legs, so your opinion doesn't really well, mean that true. much. I, that's, true. True. that's true. You only have two.
0: That's true. Well, can think about that.
1: Yeah,
0: that's true. Um, good, good point, Chris. <laughs> Let's have some perspective. <laughs> yeah, right. So, um, l- let me let me. I- I've been I've been dying to drop this this six, success story in here, um, and we'll go back to some process stuff because I'm fascinated with the with the process more than anything, really. But um, you guys were approached by Garden and Gun, mm-hmm. and they did an article about you guys. And then that led to a wonderful opportunity, which I'm going to let you tell us about. So, if you'd start back with being approached by Garden Gun and the article that they wrote and all that. Well, it was I don't. It was
2: probably back in 2013. Um, we, you know, during the recession, the recession hit us a, a year, year and a half later because we were working off orders from about a year to year and a half backlog, and uh, so we were, you know. For the first time ever in my dad's career and certainly mine, we had ever we'd gotten caught up. Right. You know, it never it never occurred to me that we would be caught up. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we were kind of floundering around, trying to figure out what people were looking for, uh, trying to find business. You know, and uh, a friend of ours suggested that we uh, enter this contest with gardening guns called the Made in the South Awards. And we entered the, I think it was the home category, furnishings or something like that. And we entered this this particular piece called the Cellaret. Uh, the Cellaret is is,
0: uh, is is a female cellar. Yeah, we got yeah, it yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: with legs. It's one of the
0: three yeah. background <laughs> singers of my band, the Cellarettes. Cellaret. Yeah, right. Jason and the Cellarettes. Right. But but continue. Yeah.
2: So uh, the Cellaret is a whiskey cabinet. Um, It was made in the South and only in the South, and it had one purpose and one purpose only, and that was to lock up and house and store your whiskeys. Having whiskey was like having sugar. It was a big deal, you know, to have that. So um, so anyway, uh, I I somehow figured out how to take a picture and get it on an email, because I'm not real good (laughs) at that, and sent it in to to Garden & Gun with with the application fee and all that, and we thought man, this is a surefire, no way we can lose. this. This These two Southern guys making this most Southern piece as it gets into this Garden and Gun Southern magazine, surefire winner. I think the winner that year got like $10,000. And we were thinking, damn, wow. we got 10,000 places we can put this $10,000, yeah, right, yeah, you know. Right. So a couple months go by, and uh, we get a letter in the mail from Garden and Gun, and it said... You know we're da, da da da. We're sorry to inform you, you didn't win. Although your stuff was beautiful, you know we hope to follow up someday with a with an article. Or, but your email
0: didn't work. You sent a picture of your daughter and yeah. wife. <laughs> we really don't know what you're doing. Yeah, face from down. Yeah, it was a picture of your face of your beard from yeah. up up underneath. Yeah. It was your chin. Yeah. What in the hell are you yeah. doing? Yeah.
1: Please remove
0: us from your list. <laughs>
1: Uh, clean your bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, And clean your bathroom. Good
0: God. With a toothbrush. <laughs>
1: yeah. All
0: right. So, sorry, go ahead.
2: So, uh, uh, we get that letter and I'm thinking, oh man, that gum, I can't believe we didn't win this category, you know. And and I'm thinking, you know, they sent, this is the typical form of a letter they sent to every, all the applicants, you know, maybe we'll call on you someday. Right. Well, a few months go by and sure enough, I get an email from Garden and Gun wow. from one of the editors. She said I was wanting to follow up on the story on this this Celarette thing, and anyway, one thing leads to another, and they came down and sent a writer down. He spent a whole day with us, and a couple days later they sent a photographer down. And she spent a whole day uh, taking pictures and inside the shop and in our showroom and stuff. And and uh, in October of 2014, the, the 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 article comes out in the in the issue, and we knew it was coming out in October but we they didn't tell us what day it was coming out so uh, one day we get an email and the shop that says I saw your uh, piece in this in a magazine I was wondering about it and then by the time I'm reading this email uh, the phone rings and it's somebody calling about a cell rat. and I get off the phone with them and I check my email and damn I had like five emails oh my God. Wow. you know and, and it was like that for two or three four days wow. I mean it was we didn't even cut the lights on in the back of the shop because we were up there answering emails answering the telephone we'd never experienced this before I mean this is a little two-man shop you know that has a computer for looking up for googling stuff yeah. not for doing business it's <laughs> yeah. um, for and for emailing uh, so, anyway, all these orders come in, and we ended up with well over 100 orders.
0: Wow. wow. dude.
2: Wow. Off of this article. And and in our shop, a two-man shop making, you know, 10, 12, 13, maybe 15 pieces a year. That's lots of years <laughs> yeah, worth right. of work. Yeah. Right, yeah. So, <laughs> we are like, oh.
0: You know, yeah, we knew like. it was going to so, be uh, good. So, delivery date, uh, yeah. 2032, yeah. good for you guys. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. And, and that was the
2: thing. Everybody
0: was wanting
1: to, our life. Yeah.
2: <laughs> wanting to know, you know, when can we get it? And we're like, uh, give us a couple months, yeah, you right. know. <laughs> and and, um, and it, it just, a couple months went to about six months. And then it was about eight or nine months. And it was like, well, give us about 10 or 12 months. And everybody was like, oh, fine. You know, we don't mind waiting.
0: Yeah. You know, we won't. I can see that. I mean, if you're going to spend a lot of money on a nice piece of furniture, there's no rush. Yeah, yeah. If you're serious about right. it, I mean, waiting 12, 18 months, I'm fine with that. You're going to have it the rest of your life. Exactly, you know? yeah.
2: You know, it's not going to go anywhere barring a, a fire right, or a exactly. damn flood or something. <laughs> know. You know? Yeah. Um, uh, but it was just incredible, off of this one article, and that article was good. If, if, if I had to write it myself, I wouldn't change a thing. The guy did awesome, and, and um, the pictures were good. <laughs> um, it was just really cool it was the best thing that ever could have happened for us uh, we went from you know through the recession to, to being caught up for the first time ever which was awful yeah. to to coming out of a little bit barely treading water I mean barely you know 30 years in business and then all of a sudden it just went you know your whole your whole uh, life is just down in the dumps and and um, anyway, we, we were coming out of it a little bit and then it would level off. And then come up, and level off, and go back down. And all of a sudden, this article comes out. And, and I don't mean you know, orders from like Rock Hill or Charlotte. Uh, you know, I mean, it was California, Arkansas, Texas. Uh, uh, everywhere, Louisiana, Florida, Georgia, uh, up north, down south, out west, midwest, it was all over the place and so you know we're as stubborn and old-school and hard-headed as we are we kind of refuse to ship anything so um, my dad delivers everything everything that we make and so it went from making one piece at a time to Well, logistically speaking, we've got five pieces on order in Texas. We need to to make these five pieces and deliver them all at the same time. Holy cow! (laughs) I mean, you know, the whole time I was growing up, my dad's early on in his career, uh, all of our work came from a local York County connection. It wasn't, you know, if we made a piece that went to Greenville, Spartburg or raleigh or durham that
0: was like way out
2: there well it was but it was because well they either grew up in york right. or their parents grew up in york and bought furniture for my grandparents or great-grandparents um it was always a local connection so it wasn't like we were famous or anything right. We're infamous <laughs> uh, um so you know and then all of a sudden this comes out and man i mean my dad's been out to california my mom and my dad. Been out to California twice on deliveries. Wow! Um, and so that becomes a vacation and an experience and everything. It right? does. I mean, that that's a whole another <laughs> subject right yeah, there. Right. <laughs> I mean, the delivery
0: process. Yeah, right. um, Have y'all turned it into a life experience thing? Like, let's enjoy going out to California? Or is it a family? Yeah, my dad has. yeah. <laughs> Well, he deserves it. Yeah,
2: he does. He I mean, it. after 30 plus years of, of Working, you know, <laughs> yeah. seven days a week, lots most of the yeah, time. I mean, I it was it a small business, a one-man show, supporting his family of, of my, I have a brother and, and my mom, and you know, it was it was it was taking a chance, yeah. and he worked his ass off yeah. uh, to to make a living building furniture, which in the South is hard to do. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, when you go up north. The furniture makers up north, like mechanics, are down here in the south. They're on every corner.
0: Wow.
2: It's just more prevalent up there. Huh. Um, uh, but true. down here in the south, there's not that many. Thank goodness. Yeah, I'm, right. Thank goodness. Yeah, right. Now there's not yeah. that many of us, especially trying to make a living doing it yeah. full time. And you know, most I, most of the guys that are are teaching. Woodworking or teaching it because they couldn't make it. They couldn't make a go of it full time. Right. There's a you gotta have a hell of a balance between yeah, right. making furniture for a living and knowing when, when what's good enough. This is. I mean, it's always got to be the best you can do it. But you can't sit there and spend three hours on something that should take thirty minutes. Right.
0: Yeah. Because you can't. Because you can't charge yeah. enough for. Yeah. Right.
2: It, you know. Yeah. You can't get. $15,000 for a piece that should be
0: $5,000 right, exactly.
2: not down here maybe up there you can but not down
0: here. So what and, y'all's price ranges in your furniture?
2: I mean you know a simple uh, one drawer stand that would be you know like beside a, a bed bedside tables you know $650 to you know probably the the, the most expensive piece that we make is a big uh, uh queen anne style secretary desk bookcase of a desk um it's about 20,000 21,000 so um and and lots of you know everything in between you know i don't know that that probably 45 to 5,000 is probably the mo- the average price okay. of of most things that we make but it again well it's probably a little bit more than that but it, it just depends on the piece yeah. you know i mean uh, a, a bed you know a, a, a pencil post queen size pencil post bed might be about four thousand right. dollars a carved up bed that's got hand carved turning uh, turnings and hand carvings and stuff it might be twelve thousand right, yeah. dollars so it's just it, it totally depends on the piece
0: so when y'all get an order is somebody uh saying Here's a picture of what I want can you make me something like this or how does it or are they looking at y'all's examples and saying I like uh, template number a I mean how does it work right.
2: well that's that, that sort of changed over the years okay. it used to be because we didn't mostly working local people came to our showroom and we have a showroom there on, on, on site on 321 in filbert yeah, yeah, yeah. The <laughs>
0: big city of filbert the metropolis
2: <laughs> yeah um, but in our showroom, we had a bed and uh, have a bed set up and different styles of posts on display, uh, sideboards, corner cupboards, okay. all kinds of different it, it things. Point to something and say, I like this. Yeah, I like you. They may come in with, with, they know they need a particular piece to, to for a certain function, right. but they don't really know what they want.
0: Gotcha.
2: And they may come in and say, that's exactly what I need. Yeah. Or they say, I want something similar to that, but I need it bigger. I need it uh, shorter or, or whatever to fit their space.
0: So you talk so, them through. Yeah, we was, listen to. We them. would
2: sit down at the table. We have a big ten foot long dining room table in there, on display. That
0: y'all bought from Walmart. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, it was really as IKEA. 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 Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, you not. <laughs> nice. Ah.
2: Back. Back off. <laughs> uh, no, so we would sit down and, and they would tell us what they want, and we would try to figure out what they wanted. And, and if it wasn't something that we had on display, you know, it was something we would sketch up, or we'd always say, "Hey, if, you, if you're flipping through a magazine and you see something that strikes your eye, pull that page out, and bring it up here. We can go off of that and make our own dimensions and all." You know, so <clears throat> that's what we, you know, typically did for for. 25, 30 years. And then now, with having most of our customers not in the York County area anymore, um, I mean, we still have a big customer base in York County, right, still. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but now it's even bigger Absolutely. everywhere else in the country. So you can't exactly sit down at the table right, and, right,
0: right. and, and have these things. The price. Right, right, right. <laughs> right.
2: So um, now it's lots of pictures. Uh, emails uh, back and forth back and forth I always prefer a phone call but sometimes that's not easy yeah yeah, yeah, a lot of most of the time it's just an email yeah Um, Yeah. and it might start out with a picture they may say I'm interested in this or they'll say I saw this on your website or Facebook page or whatever
0: Men like, man, we don't make young, handsome men. I'm sorry. Right. It's only furniture. Right. But right, thank right. you for
1: calling. Right. What, what, what is the average question? What if they say, my son has a race car bed, but you can't even drive it? Can you now you're experts? Can you make me a race car bed I can drive around? Can you
0: put a motor into a race car bed? That's the question. Absolutely, as long as it's made out of,
2: as long as it's made out of wood. Wood, yeah, <laughs> all
0: wood, all wood pieces. Yeah, combustible <laughs> engines, no problem. Sure. as long as they're made out of wood. Wood fired. Wood fired, yeah, there there you, go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. once. hey, you can make pizza. You can drive around. It's gonna be fantastic.
2: <laughs> so, so now it's, it's mostly emails. Uh, occasionally, we get people that are from from you know a different state, but they're passing through so they'll pull in and we can sit down, take them to the showroom. That's always nice yeah. to be able to do that but
0: realistically we don't get to do that much. Have either. you ever seen, speaking of car beds, have you ever seen <laughs> the movie <laughs> Cars? Yes. You know the animated Absolutely. movie. You know how um, the whole story of that movie is that when the interstate came through and people quit driving through the town on Highway 61. Or whatever. Well that's what happened to 321 in yeah. Filver and you have that kind of depressed uh, little country town and then they find a whole Way to have an audience because they're unique and off the interstate, and that's the whole purpose. I feel like that's kind of yeah. y'all's story. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah, I
1: mean, it's like that's a Route 66. It is. Yeah. I said
0: 61.
1: Whatever. Add
0: five. Could have gone hey, worse. Hey, margin of error is five here, guys. So I just want to spit that out there. I was within margin of error. You
2: 69. <laughs>
0: yeah, right. That's a different highway. Yeah. It's a nine sure. I
2: mean, between the bush and vine. Uh, Blacks Peaches, uh, Leek Furniture Makers, and uh, Peach Tree, Filberts. Uh, well, Blacks Peaches is technically in Cotton Belt. Oh. I don't want to, you know. Yeah. Right.
0: You don't want to start a feud. Right. There right. Be a fight tonight. When you get a knife belt fight belt. out. In love Filbert. my
2: Cotton Belt people. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but I love my Filbert peoples, too. Yeah. So, right. Uh, anyway. Uh, well.
0: They'll um, never understand each other. It's too far apart. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> different, a different ilk. It's a Gilbert thing you wouldn't understand. You wouldn't understand. Right. It. You right. caught pe- no, people wouldn't understand. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, Garden & Gun basically brought you a lot of success because all they did was just tell more people about the real truth about what you guys have going on. Yeah. And there is an audience of people around the country that have a real appetite for what you guys offer. Yeah. yeah. It was exposure,
2: you exposure. know, exposure. Um, Thank you. I um, Uh, thumbs up. Yep. Yeah. Um, it was. I mean, it was definitely exposure. You know, we'd never done much advertising, uh, really, none. Right. All our advertising was by word of mouth. Yeah. Um. You know, to, to advertise and advertise... <laughs> That's a good sound can you, effect. Can that you pour that water. louder? Yeah, no, no,
0: no. <laughs> can you pour that louder, please? We want to use it as a sound effect. <laughs>
2: so, I mean, you know, to advertise and advertise correctly is expensive. And we It was just never something that we could do. Right. You know? Um,
0: and you were uh, 12 months out, so well, Right, right, we, yeah, right,
2: exactly. Yeah. You know, we, we, when... Um, when this thing came out in garden and gun we thought oh boy this is exactly where we need to be we'll start advertising in this magazine right yeah. so you know call them up or find out what the advertising cost Whoa, is. Blew your hair
0: back right man it was like eight or
2: ten thousand dollars one run
0: and you know the thing is man Jay I mean it would be great if you could support your article with ads but the truth is the article does so much more than the ads ever could because it's authentic it's a real story of real people and that's what people want you know you know looking back
2: on the whole thing with Garden and Gun so glad that we didn't win the contest
1: right
2: Uh, I, I I don't know in my mind I think Garden and Gun saw this as something better than just being mentioned as a mm-hmm. contest winner they saw a better story a better feature here so uh, and we might not have won the contest but I think we won the overall prize right, yeah. you know which is being featured as a three or four page story I mean it was it's it just incredible. incredible I just can't thank garden and Gun you know enough yeah I mean we bend over backwards to do something for them for for just showcasing this in their magazine
0: okay so the next leg of the story is coming up mm-hmm. our, our both of our listeners are now thinking they've heard the success they have no idea what's coming next it's it's over all right end of, we'll see you next guys guys next <laughs> week no, sorry <laughs> all right so garden and gun reapproaches you with a real big opportunity now what is this so back uh, a
2: few months ago I get a call one day, my dad's out of town, I'm at the shop by myself and, and, and the caller ID lights up Garden and Gun and I just immediately went, Oh boy. You know, so I, I, I pick it up and, and it's 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 the la- one of the ladies at Garden and Gun that's in charge of their specialty sales division. Um, and she is saying that that she has a potential is working on a contract with the State Department in Washington for these, uh, she called them a dressing box that they would give out to...
0: Ranch or Thousand Island <laughs> right. right. right, it, really, right. It's a box full of dressing, blue, blue, cheese, right. blue cheese. It could be, it's <laughs> yeah. versatile, really. Balsamic vinegar, really. Uh, yeah, right, <laughs> I mean, that's what we focus on, but you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, made out of ranch wood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But, it's the yeah. Hidden Valley? What do we got from the Hidden Valley? Really, it's a secret.
2: <laughs> what is that? Uh, there's a vi- um, commercial. Hidden Valley plays. It's got a little tune, tune to it. They're dipping. They're uh, dipping, you know, peppers and stuff. Yeah, right. These little kids. I'm like, yeah, really? Yeah. Really? yeah. But, anyway, <laughs> no. So, so anyway, they they approach us about making these boxes for the you know the White House, the State Department, to give to. Um, dignitaries you know as as gifts and she said I
0: gotta pause you man so Gardening Gun contacts you because they have a are bidding on a contract with the White House to make handmade items made by red-blooded Americans handmade that would be given to visiting dignitaries to the White House and that's what she calls you about yep Yep. And so you're like, "Sorry, lady, I'm busy. I can't <laughs> yeah, talk yeah. right now." Talk Bigger name on the other line. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: I'm trying to figure out what's going on in this reality show here. I'm yeah, a little lost. Right, yeah, exactly. Back. Days of our lives. <laughs> <laughs> what's Victor gonna do? To <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm listening. Yeah. <laughs> I'll rip you from.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, so yeah, it, it was it was exciting. She said. You know, I, I, I'm just guess. I don't know, but I'm guessing there was other companies out there bidding on this, different types of, of gifts. But Garden and Gums looking at it from the gift of of, of, of this little dressing box. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know. I don't care. It's just just what she approached us about making, and so she said the only pro- this was uh, right before uh, God. This was in October late october and she said the only problem is they would need three of them by thanksgiving and seven more by the first of the year i was like oh boy all right well okay (laughs) you know we'll see what we can do and she said you know but we had to come up with a proposal and come up with sketches and we did that then we had to make sure we spent about two days making sure that we could source the the, the 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 wood, the inlays and then on a consistent basis because this would become in in batches, she said. So get all this stuff, spent two days, send it in, something wasn't right, had to resend it and and uh,
0: she gets it all. She was like, again, picture of yeah. your neck. Right. Please try again. Right. You know just do you know where the return right. key is? Right. You know where the enter button is. Just right. hit that. Right. <laughs>
2: so anyway it was like a hurry up type thing we hurried and 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 then it was a hurry up and then wait and wait oh we've never experienced that in our company at all yeah
0: Yeah. so
2: thanksgiving comes and goes and still hadn't heard anything the shutdown thing happens oh the government
0: shutdown yeah yeah
2: so christmas rolls around and we had boxes to make for christmas orders so we went ahead and made Three boxes like what they we had agreed, if it worked out to make, went ahead and made them on spec. Yep, on spec. In the event that if they want them, we've got them. If not, well, hopefully we'll sell them at some point because uh, we had to make two other ones anyway. A, a different type of oil, well, same size, we just had to make it out of different wood, different inlays. But anyway, so I, I emailed or Probably text this the, our contact at Garden and & Gun. And say hey, just to let you know, we had other boxes to make. We went ahead and made these three. Thought you might want to see it. She said, "Oh my God, can you send that to me?" She said, "In my experience of of, of dealing with you know whoever, if they can see it and touch it and feel it, they're more apt to go for it." Which so we sent it to her and she sent it on and um, nothing, nothing, nothing and they didn't hear anything, and then all of a sudden, they liked the box. Do you have the other two still? I said, yeah. She said, well, can you send those to me? I'll send them on." Sure. So we did, and and, um, so we sent them the three, and then we've got five ready to go now that are going up. They're leaving out Friday to go. They're going
0: to the White House.
2: They're going to the White House. To be given to
0: visiting dignitaries
2: far as we know yeah. Dude,
0: that is killer man yeah, yeah. yeah
2: it's, it's 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 cool it's it's a it's an honor to to be able to say that we've made stuff that's for for that for the white house representing, representing the country you know yeah. on the bottom of it we signed it um proudly made by hand in york uh South Carolina USA uh yeah. by John and Jay. Boy,
0: that's awesome, man.
1: Yeah. It was it was it's great. I love that it all started with you trying to figure out what to do when you weren't selling stuff. Right. That's where the whole thing came from. I think mean, that's so cool. Oh, the sort yeah. of pivoting and trying something out when yeah. you know when you weren't doing well.
2: Trying all kinds of stuff back then. Live edge furniture, you know, which is popular. Certain you know, live edge furniture for us is is
0: what
2: is Live Edge? Live Edge is 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 kind
0: of that's, that's an
1: art. A that, uh, concert. That's that concert series oh, in Ed, the nineties. Where they yeah. raise money for yeah. farms
0: and yeah. stuff. Yeah. You yeah. <laughs> know. <Yeah. laughs> Wait a minute, I'm sorry, I'm bad with words. Didn't sorry.
2: Queen play Yeah, any? Queen <laughs>
0: played yeah. it. Is that Radio Gaga? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my favorite songs. Though. So what, nice. is, what is Live Edge furniture for him?
2: Live Edge would be like a Live Edge tabletop uh or a a bar top that's got the natural bark edge on it you know still got the natural
0: oh right so it's not real finished feeling it feels kind of rough and rough yeah okay
2: smooth but it's rough
0: Right. does that make sense yeah (laughs) Uh, but we
2: tried that you're just trying to reach a a different audience you know and uh, you know for a long time we thought the the folks that were buying our type of furniture were kind of aging out they they've bought all everything they need you know their their, their children have all their stuff Right. Yeah. and and our generation is not really into that yeah. they're into the, the we thought to, to the, the painted furniture that you can buy cheap throw it use it throw it away and go buy it again what do you do
0: when you have Uh, you know, 100 orders from Garden and Gun or wherever you are on that, and I know that's probably, that was some years ago, but you got these uh, orders for the White House, business is good, how do you, I mean, do you continue to make one or two, three pieces at a time and just kind of get farther out and maybe get more expensive? I mean, how how does that go? Well, we're we're hard-headed, you know, and and
2: old-fashioned, and we refuse to let the work slip. Right. Um, So, if you gear up to to manufacture this stuff, you know it won't be what it it is. It won't be
0: what got us to where we are. Right. So we just I can tell you, I don't want the first piece that got quote manufactured when I think I'm buying something that Jay made. Exactly. I mean, you know, that's
2: it's just like we have you know 25 or so pieces in our showroom and we get people in there fairly often say well i'd like to have one of those or that's what i want and they say how much is that or or, can we get that one we say well we would prefer to make you one right you know not that it's going to be any different from that piece but buying something off the showroom floor
0: is not as meaningful
2: as getting to know this person and, and they knowing that we made this piece specifically for them, just how they wanted it, you yeah. know, rather than saying, well, I bought that off the showroom floor, right. you know. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're maybe ignorant, you know, uh, hard-headed, mainly, and I, I we don't know, want,
0: I mean, we, we to, don't like change. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that's what people are buying, is they're buying the fact that it, it's nostalgic, it's... um it's their soul in the piece and the soul is the time it took the conversations that you had and the relationships that you built all get transposed into that item so that when you look at that table or that whatever you feel that emotional connection to it that you could never walk into a store see a piece and have the same emotional right. connection right. Yeah. Right. i mean we
2: you know we have a really good time getting to know even though most of the time I don't ever get to meet these folks my dad does because he delivers
0: them (laughs) but
2: I I do the emailing and sending pictures and figuring out 99% 90% of the time so I don't ever get to meet them but I have a good time sort of getting to know them even though it's through email and knowing (laughs) what their tastes are and, and you know knowing that they would like this or they may not like that and, and getting to when we get excited like that we go seek out these, these nice boards you know and put a certain part of the board and a certain part of the piece because it's showcased more than this part of it so uh, you know a lot of people say well God, do you not get bored or get tired of making that same piece after a hundred something orders well no number one after the recession I'll never get tired of making anything number two is each piece is different even though it's the same piece we're still getting to pick through our our inventory of of wood and you know thinking this will make a good front and a lid or this will make a good side or you know this is not a good part of the board so it's not like we're just going back there and pulling the board off the rack, taking it to the stall and start cutting it. So where did
0: your wood come from?
2: Well, we have a specialty dealer that we deal strictly with, primarily with um, all of our walnut, uh, which is black walnut, cherry, uh, tiger maple, and uh, we don't do a lot of mahogany even though these White House things are mahogany. But they all come from one dealer. It's a specialty dealer in Pennsylvania. And he specializes in, in beautiful, big, wide, awesome wood, yeah. hardwood. Um, and he either buys the whole log and saws it up, or he buys wood that's already been sown he seeks out the best of the best he Uh, delivers
0: it on a truck to your place
2: yeah i mean this these folks which is it's and hardwoods lou and lou is was a uh, furniture maker and uh uh, in pennsylvania and ended up selling the business to his employees because he was found himself seeking out bigger and bigger boards and that became his, his sort of his new passion Anyway, they specialize in, 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 in old-growth, wide sets. You could buy a whole set, you could, you know, whatever. But um, they, sometimes they saw the boards, sometimes they just get the boards. But they've been air-dried long and slow. The air-drying process is, is extremely, the drying process in general is, is, is extremely important. Wood, when when you when you take a log and you saw it, it needs to air dry for at least a year, at least per inch of thickness cut. So if it's wow. so if it's two inches thick, it needs to dry for at least two years, at least preferably longer. Um, and then we like it to be taken to a kiln. So this is what they do. They they saw it and and what's called hacking up. They hack it up, put little stickers in between. So there's air flowing through this bundle for a couple years, and then they have a kiln that they load it in the kiln, and it's basically like an oven. It bakes it, Uh, and and, and the commercial kilns bake it hot and fast, but these guys bake it warm and slow. Like a
0: lasagna. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. 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 That's y'all's new tagline. Exactly. Uh, leak furniture like like makers lasagna. just like lasagna. <laughs> People won't understand it at all. They'll be like, "I'm never buying anything yeah, from right. these guys again."
1: Yeah. You it's do hard, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, I should retire. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard not to just start eating that couch. <laughs> yeah, right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so we get these boards in from them, yeah. <laughs> and uh, he ships them down here, at common carrier. We just got a load in uh, last Friday. It's one of the most expensive loads we've we've gotten from them in a long time and it was enough lumber you could put in the back of a pickup truck but it was a lot of money but these are beautiful wide you know 15 sometimes 20 inch wide boards that have little to no sap on no knots are clear and then when you start cutting them they don't pinch and bind because they got all this tension because they've been sewn, they been number one they've been cut properly. Number two they've been uh, dried properly. So it's just joy to work with, you know. That's
1: great. It's funny because it goes back to what you were saying about how you don't compromise and it's like well, that's what makes it so special cuz you know it's just like we live in an age where just about everything's easy to get, you know, and that like, that can't be easy to get. The thing that you make there's no way to make that easy it's like you said people do and it's a different thing
0: yeah and that's the point yeah that's why it's valuable well we want we we want the best
2: of the best in the best you know uh, we're using the best lumber available Um, we're using the best construction techniques available Um, you know our, our hardware solid brass hardware it's not like we running down here to Lowe's <laughs> yeah, right. or York Lumber Company to get, you know, a little pull. This is solid brass. It's, it's been made up in um, uh, the, our um, brass suppliers up north in Horton Brasses. I should know this, but I can't remember. They're up north. They um, yeah, yeah, he's hoarding brasses. Um, the boss things about it. Yeah, yeah, you know the lock.
1: Going to Brass Going to Brass Town. I'm on, brass town.
0: <laughs> on, put your thighs on my motorcycle. We'll go to Brass Town. <laughs> That's good. Thank you. Actually, yeah, that actually is one of his songs. Sorry, go ahead.
2: Yeah, and um, you know our inlays are, are, we get those from up in up north. Yeah. Um, Maryland, and uh, like I said, the hardwood, our, our dea- lumber dealers up north in Pennsylvania, almost New York. Um, so, but it's all the best of the best. It's museum quality hardware that you would see in a piece that's in a museum somewhere.
0: I mean, your stuff lasts hundreds of long? years, for that yeah. forever. I mean, theoretically.
2: Theoretically, forever. I mean, barring a fire or flood, it, 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 it should be here. Um, wow. You know, 150 years from now, that that chair that we made might need a little bit of tightening. You know, 150 years from yeah, now. Right.
0: If it was setting a lot. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Right. right. Right.
2: So it's. I mean, we do mortise and tenon construction, peg mortise and tenon, hand cut dovetails. How do you know when um, to use a machine or when to use a hand?
0: I'll show sure you. Whichever
2: would. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, we we love to use a machine. If it's, you know, whichever gives us a better job. Okay. If, if a hand tool will give us a better job, then that's what we're going to use. If a machine will give us just as good of a job, then it makes sense from a business standpoint. No,
0: no reason to harm the human, like no reason to do repetitive motion with your hand if a machine can knock it out. Absolutely. Save your hands for like fittings. I, mean, I imagine the higher end stuff.
2: Yeah, but there's some things that we're hard-headed about, like our dovetails. I mean they make machines that you know jigs that that make dovetails your drawers and cases but we're just hard-headed and and that any dovetail that you see we're gonna cut by hand Yeah, you know, we want it just reproduction furniture should should be a dovetail should be cut by hand right um not not using a router and jigs and stuff like that we you know we're gonna Saw it with a dovetail saw and chip it out with a chisel until it fits just right. You know, um, it's, it, you know, it's, it's it's what I was doing this morning. Uh, it it tremendously uh, takes a lot longer time, but you know, it's it's part of the handmade process.
0: So well, I think that's great, Jay. Man, I I, I think it's fantastic that um you you're like you know four generations into. Uh, uh, leaks out on 321 in Filbert. I think it's great that you your dad evolved into furniture making. I think it's great that y'all hit the recession and had to kind of like look around a little bit and ended up stumbling upon maybe the greatest thing that's ever happened to you guys. Furniture making And um, and I think it's super cool that we are making a decision at the White House level to represent this country with something that family somewhere in a small town spent their their days together laughing and listening to our podcast, you know, whatever <laughs> they do, I don't know on their own time. Yeah, you family
1: know. around the old town New World podcast. The Old Town party.
0: New World podcast and, you know, and around children, it's, children Friday, are, evening. it's Friday evening. Friday <laughs> evening. And and making this stuff by hand. I think that, that there's no better in my opinion, there's no better representation of what, you know, this country's all about than ha- having a leak a custom-made piece of—I guess you can't call that furniture—sort yeah. sure, of piece of furniture to give to give to somebody. What do you call it? A, I don't know, man. A box. <laughs> <laughs> I always think furniture is something you sit on. <laughs> C- city butt, butt machine.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: we're we're lucky to do what we do. We enjoy what we do. It's kind of like having a full-time hobby, and be able to make a little bit of living at it. It's, it, it is hard. It's hard as hell to make a living doing what we do, making one piece at a time for one person at a time. It'll never make you a lot of money, but it's a lot of satisfaction, and that goes a long way towards your, you know, towards what you make.
1: Your happiness. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's the key to a lot of people want to sort of uh, the idea of like, well, you know, do what you. Have do what you love to do for a living which i think a lot of people are well you can't always do that but the thing is you can it just means that sometimes you have to work a lot harder because <laughs> right, you got to right. make it happen yeah and it's not about money at that
0: point it. Yeah. if it was all about money <laughs> <laughs> you all be selling ikea first, right, right? Right, right, right. Yeah. So, you know I,
2: my dad and i enjoy what we do um I enjoy working with him. We're, I that makes we're,
0: for a great relationship. It does. We're like,
2: you know, best friends. and all
0: ever box, like, <laughs> flat out throw off the gloves and uh, fight?
2: Well, yeah, there's there's times where, where we disagree. I mean, there's you know, that goes with any job. Right. Uh, used to be over the radio, um, but now we Why didn't you do it in
0: person? But doom Oh, Sorry.
1: <Yeah. laughs> uh, yeah. Come in, Dad. Come in. <laughs> Turn that down. You know. Change thought, that station. I thought you meant like, uh, so we got Jay on the phone here. I heard you want to make a request. Um, actually, I need to threaten my dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well that's not what this line's for, Jay.
2: <laughs> now with Bluetooth headphones, that's, that's, oh, that's completely changed. Yeah, yeah. I, you know You know what's funny is our, our biggest thing that we disagree on is the wow. interior of these cellarettes that we make. Wow. that That house the wow. bottles. Uh, he likes the classic 12 partitions <laughs> that hold 12 bottles. And I like that too. My, my personal seller is like that. But they're, they're four inch squares. So there's 12 four inch by four inch squares that hold 12 bottles. Well, with the bourbon craze and all that, there's a lot of odd shaped bottles nowadays. And people have these shaped bottles that won't fit down in there. Right. And I always like to ask him, do you do you think you'd like to customize that interior a little bit to house a couple bigger bottles? And it just drives him crazy. <laughs> would, oh no, they need to just put it in a in a uh,
1: normal uh, bottle, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> or, or put it in a decanter. You know, I mean, Oh right. Dad. You know, they, some of these folks are probably paying a lot of money. They for, need to use God
0: fearing
1: bottles. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't talk to your grandfather anymore. He said it should be 12 bottles and yeah. I said it should be 10. I said, screw that guy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know, there, there's, there's good days and there's bad days, but the good days, far more outnumbered than bad days. You know, and we, we, you know there, There's disagreements for sure. It's like that with any job. But um, we get along. We're, we're, you know, we try to stay a step ahead of each other. Um, You you, you try to. We're working on the same piece together. He may be working on this part while I'm working on that part of it or or vice versa. He may be working on the top half of three cellarettes. I'm working on the bottom half. This week, I'm working on the top halves of three cellarettes that we just started yesterday. Or today. Or, no, yesterday. And he's working on the bases. It's
0: kind of like that a horse costume. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean a little bit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're like, I don't wanna be the ass today. <laughs> Let's trade off. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay. Exactly.
2: And in the end, you know, whoever gets through with their part first, you know, we end up together at the end. Yeah, right. You know, we're both, you know, um, typically he's done the bases or excuse me, the cases well, I do the bases, and the bases just progress faster than the case, and so I get done, and then I join him on the case. Yeah. This time, we're, we're, we're flopping around, it. so I'm doing the cases, and he's doing the bases, and uh, you um, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll eventually merge together in the end, and, and both work on it together simultaneously. So,
0: when do you bring in an understudy for the next generation?
2: You know, I don't
0: know. I have a daughter that... Um, She's in dance with yes, my daughter. A lot. So hold on now. Jay and I, I, didn't even mention this. Jay and I are kind of family. Um, through several marriages. <laughs>
1: yeah. Jay and
0: I have been married to each other multiple times. Yeah, yeah, um, happens. Yeah. Um, we, we want to do the show to announce that. You still <laughs> owe me. Probably. Yeah, I do. Um, so uh, my wife and his wife are like second cousins, basically. Something like that. Something like that. Could be fourth cousins. It's hard to keep up. There's a lot of generations. There's a A lot lot of white sides. Oh my gosh, man! Yeah, there's like yeah. That whole part of the county is littered with our family by marriage. Um, Yeah, but um, so that's how I've uh, got to know Jay. But um, as I have, you know, at, at when Jay brings his RV to dance competitions, which is hilarious, because uh, I don't know if, if those parking lots are necessarily RV friendly, but Jay makes sure to get there early enough to make them that way. Oh, everybody brought an RV. She yeah, right. was like, wait a minute, I'm the only RV? What's this? It's <laughs> weird. Yes, it's weird. Um, but as I got to know, Jay, uh, I also got to know that everybody that I know in York and in, in, in married to by family knows Jay and Jay's father and Jay's grandfather and Jay's great-grandfather and that that family has been such a part of Filbert and York and that whole area for a long a long long time and I I think um, you know it it I think it's two things I think it warms my heart personally but it's also something I see in economic development and trends in the country that people I think are craving the authentic. And you look at, I mean, we're drinking craft beer right now, and when we order our beer, we see beside it the town that it's made in. And that town is usually within about 100 miles driving distance from where we're sitting right now, if not immediately next door in Rock Hill Brewery being brewed right now. And that is what we, we're paying more for that than we would for a beer that's mass produced somewhere up in Milwaukee, um, because we want, because it's part of our experience. And so I think that, you know, you're talking about how y'all were a little bit afraid that maybe what y'all do was aging out. I think there's a new uh, sensibility out there where people want what y'all do, man, because it's authentic. I
2: totally agree. Um, totally agree.
0: Totally agree. <laughs> well, listen, you can't say it better than that. So um, what I'm going to do now is thank you, Jay, for being on the show, man. This is great, man. This is a lot of fun. Excellent. Let's see, we feed this guy beers and say so he can't <laughs> help but have a yeah. good time. If we could just keep Silent Mike off. Oh, yeah, Michael, I mean, yeah. He just gracious. He does. flare it up. Yammering. <laughs> 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 he does flare up now and again. Jeez. But we will, we will let him kind of, you know, walk us out here in, in song, poetry, and prayer. Silent Micah? soothing. Wow, that was soothing. explosively soothing. the soul. <laughs> you gotta see yeah. that. It was pretty. I saw, I saw his soul. And, and, and I'm not a big fan of interpretive dance, but oh, that was, yeah, was yeah. pretty fantastic. I will say that. Yeah, exactly. And
1: uh, and uh, Chris, you, you did fantastic today. Thank you. Thank you. I'm I'm waiting on that race car bed. I can drive. <laughs> <laughs> that order. I hope you place that order.
2: I just want to say thank you, guys. This is really neat. I've enjoyed being on this podcast. I've enjoyed listening to prior podcasts. You guys are doing a good thing. So I've I've spent the last week listening to podcasts, and this has been great. (laughs) I'm hooked. Well, thank
1: you. So I
2: think other people will be, too. Yeah, Yeah, well, now we start
1: charging. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Well, I
0: don't know if either of our listeners will agree with you, but uh, it is a good point. Um, So, Jay, thank you, sir, and I hope you got your your fly out of your beer there. Thanks, man. Yeah, I guess we'll, we'll see everybody uh, next week on our next time we record one of these yes, on uh, Old Town so New World.